You're going to see my muffin top fat roll come out of my jeans when I'm leaning over my track saw. You're going to see gray hairs. <laughs> You're going to see it all. I don't have time to edit that. Welcome back to Women at Work, a podcast celebrating the vast experiences women can have in the remodeling and construction industries and the unique skills and approaches each woman brings to her role. Hi, I'm Annie Sobolski, the Associate Editor for Prairie Modeler, and first off, I want to introduce you to our new co-host, Caroline Broderick, the Associate Editor for ProBuilder. She'll be profiling female builders while I focus on the remodeling world. And a quick request from me, if you like what you're hearing and want us to keep putting out new episodes, it would help us a lot if you'd leave a rating and review wherever you get your audio. Even a short review helps show support from women builders, designers, and business managers who are killing it at work and beyond. Let's get rolling. Two words to encompass Rachel Taylor, determination and trailblazer. A former consultant and professional banana bread maker, she is now a self-made carpenter. We will learn how she uses her startup background to keep the books in line, harnesses social media to promote her business, and connects with other minority tradesmen and women. This is my very first podcast, so I'm really excited. It's all new. Yeah, well, thank you for joining me. Um, I'm excited to get to know you a little bit better. So I know that you jumped from a stable corporate job to being more of a self-made carpenter. Uh, what was that like? I kind of I feel stressed just imagining it, but it also sounds really liberating and like really exciting. It absolutely is. And it's not as cut and dry as that. I was actually a retail business startup expert. That came by way of having owned a store, a retail store of my own when I was 23. And I learned so much about the build out and then the startup phase and then the operations that I had friends that circled back after I closed my shop after five years and said, we want to open up one as well. Do you have any like tips or things that you learned there that you think that tradesmen and remodelers could use? I think there's a lot of people that have this design aesthetic, something that is that they're passionate about and that they're very creative. However, that's never going to translate into dollars and you're never going to be able to make a living from it unless you have some sort of a business sense. And that really comes down to margin, pricing, and time management. In fact, I am just starting to use some tools that allow me to track time for certain parts of my build. So I've recently found a product called T-Sheets. And T-Sheets is basically a, it's like a spreadsheet type thing where you're able to actually time each of the initiatives on a job and you're able to break each part down so basically as i'm working and i do a lot of custom furniture design and builds, so that's always a crapshoot it's every single job is completely different i've never done it before oftentimes my clients are giving me a picture uh, which is like a design inspiration for what they'd like um so it's never been made before it's not automated and it's complete no man's land so I've learned that in order to price out my time effectively, the T-sheets are really great for me to be able to um, understand how long it's taking for me to mill my wood as opposed to how long it takes for me to assemble. And what it's teaching me is to start pricing my time anywhere from, you know, what am I worth? Am I worth $150 an hour? Am I worth $250 an hour? I mean, the difference there is, you know, am I am I making $150,000 a year or do I want to make $200,000 a year? Well, it comes down to a price matrix and 
placing a value on your time. And the only way that you can do that is to know how long it takes to do something and then cross it out accordingly. Well, it seems like the the paths you're taking are really working out. I know that you've got a home and garden show production in the pipeline. So do you have any tips for remodelers and tradesmen to use social platforms and everything to not just have a business, but kind of elevate it? For me to actually be scouted and found on Instagram one day and messaged, hey, would you like to audition for Extreme Makeover Home Edition? I was like, you're kidding me. (laughs) So it wasn't something that I was aiming for. It just sort of fell on my lap. I got really lucky. But I will say that the reason why that happened is because I started showing my face and my work on Instagram stories. That was the big game changer. That went from, that encouraged me actually to change my Instagram handle from this sort of branding background that I have where you brand a product and you go retail. That's just sort of all I've ever known. But it occurred to me that people could care less about a product. They care more about a story and a human touch. And I didn't think it was a big deal for a black woman to be a carpenter until everybody told me it was a big deal because they just hadn't seen people like me. And I started getting messages from other people that look like me that would say, you know, this is inspiration, either a woman or a black woman. Uh, from men, for that matter, who would say, wow, this is really great. Love to see your work. I love to follow what you're doing. Never occurred to me that that, that would be interesting to other people. I was just trying to make a living. Um, my advice, if you are an avid DIYer and there is even an inkling in your mind that you ever wanted to make it to television or to be a content creator, is just to start building. You don't need a bunch of equipment. I don't even own all that content creation equipment. I have an iPhone. I can't keep the screen uncracked because I prop it up (laughs) everywhere except for a tripod. (laughs) I rig it. It's I I tape it. I duct tape it to something. I uh, you should see my Zoom calls. It's disaster. But I say this to let people know that you can be a disaster and actually be someone that someone wants to watch. So even though I have great equipment, I don't even use it because I think most importantly is to just capture what you're doing on camera and it's already so neat that you're doing something unique in your own space that I guarantee you there's going to be a handful of people that are going to be interested in what you're doing because they have something in mind in their own home that's similar. I would say... The only other advice that I have is to pick projects in your home that you've been wanting to do for a really long time. Don't ask don't ask your, your audience or, or people watching you what they want to see. They're already there because they're interested in who you are and what you're doing. You're going to see my muffin top fat roll come out of my jeans when I'm leaning over my track saw. And you're going to see my hair everywhere. You're going to see my hair... You're going to see gray hairs. (laughs) You're going to see it all. I don't have time to edit that. You've had a lot of people reach out to you and say, you know, like, that's so cool that, like, there's a black woman in the trades. You know, they relate to that. So what has it been like? As a black woman, I would say I'm just so few and far between. It's other black women that are just so excited to meet one another where we have finally a small community to inspire other women um, to do what we do. 
And, you know, there's, there's this feeling that I get when I go to a client and I deliver something and I have to do a small install to get it assembled where, you know, most of my clients are white, especially here in Los Angeles. That's just the demographic that is here. And here's a little white girl who's four years old watching a brown woman build something in her home. And this little girl now sees that this is normal for a black woman. That impression is indelible. Is there anything that the industry could be doing better to be more inclusive? Any specific advice that you have? The thing that really is top of mind is that when there's representation, I think that that is an invitation for that community. So in other words, if you are a shoe company, for lack of a better example, because I'm wearing some Caterpillar boots right now, they sent me um, some boots because they chose to spotlight me as a female carpenter in my field. And, um, you know, they, they advocated me on their social media. That choice, I know what that choice is about. It wasn't just that I was a woman. It was also that I was a woman of color. And that is not offensive to me. I feel like when companies are aligning themselves with a better understanding of who their customer is and even better, who their customer could be, that's an untapped market share that is, to be quite honest, very powerful economic force, corporate, you know, interests, they're very powerful because they can give an impression any way they want. They can give the impression of a white America. They can give an impression of a mixed heritage America. They can give an impression of a rich or poor America, a male or female America. I think that it's really important for everything from the small community on up to the corporate world to place an emphasis on sharing the diversity of their community and their potential customer. It amplifies a more inclusive and more true representation of who really is doing business here. Thanks to Rachel for joining me on the podcast and to all of you for listening. Links to more information about Rachel's custom furniture business and the 2020 Work Conference, which both Pro Remodeler and Pro Builder will be co-hosting this year, can be found in the episode's notes. Women at Work is now available on iTunes, Google Play, and anywhere else where you get your audio. If you like what you're hearing so far, I'd love it if you took a minute to rate and review the show on whatever platform you use. Our next episode will feature another female professional who is making some serious moves in the industry. Until then, follow us on social, keep on working.